0: Carry, you are violating my territorial bubble. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hello everyone, this is Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing?
1: I'm terrible.
0: Oh no. What's I, wanted, wrong? I wanted
1: to mix it up. I've misplaced my box cutter. I don't know what happened to it. Oh
0: did you check that old lady the old lady who lives in the I didn't, spooky mansion?
1: I didn't yet, but I'll go that's where I'm headed right after the show.
0: Good 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 probability that's where it is.
1: <laughs> but in all actuality, doing great. Awesome. Same Excited here. Her.
0: Same here, man. Just busy week. It is. We had our third basketball game in three nights. So been it's been a week what's the record um it's a good question we're we're above 500 for sure all right i think we're we're like five and two that's good three something like that there you go we had a big win tonight so we're still this is my daughter's team Mm -hmm. we actually have three games next week too so it is boom 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 it's
1: coming in hot and heavy here seriously but yeah
0: other than that Fantastic here. Yeah, can't complain. I feel like we just were doing this.
1: I know, not that long ago. <laughs> Quick turnaround. <laughs> we're trying to get some stuff out. We had we had four movies in mind, so we're doing what we can to get those four right. out. We so. are.
0: Gu- we're yeah. We're making our pledge to you. We're going to get four movies for Spooky Movie Month.
1: We had four. We were very excited about. No doubt. One that uh, I'd had, I was unfamiliar with that we watched for today's show too. The Frighteners. When a man's jawbone drops off. It's time to reassess the situation.
0: The Frighteners, a directed by Peter Jackson, but did you notice? Robert. Say Robert Zemeckis
1: presents. I sure did. The Frighteners. Robert Zemeckis, Peter Jackson, Michael J. Fox. A this, that's a that's a dream team right what there. for a movie. Cast.
0: All right, before we get too far into it, yes, sir. Let's do some housekeeping. Housekeeping.
1: Let's do it. You want you want to lead? I'll us kick off? off.
0: I'll kick off because I don't have a whole lot. First and foremost, if you listened to last episode, we had a moment where we discussed a turd, a large turd. We did. Uh, I sent Hightower confirmation. I texted an old friend from the freshman football team, and didn't. I didn't give him any context. I just said, hey, do you remember that giant turd? And he said, yes. In fact, if you would have seen it, you wouldn't even have believed it was real. I screenshotted it and sent it to Hightower. And that's all we're going to say about that? Yep. And then... Hit us up on the socials if you'd like to get in contact with us. Cash and Hightower at gmail mm-hmm. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Movies with Cash and Hightower. Uh, we have right now we're we're soliciting our movies for Friendsgiving. We sure are. Which we do in November. So if you'd like to uh, give us a movie recommendation you'd like for us to watch and talk about, send it to us, Cash and Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. That's
1: all right. We're always open for business.
0: Let us know what you want to watch we'll put them in the bucket and we'll pull out a winner
1: we're like 711
0: um we do we are we announcing we have a we had our first email oh or, yes regarding yes. the
1: we are that tra- that transitions nicely into my uh okay so we do we have a we threw out a challenge in the scream episode and it hadn't been out you know more than maybe 12 hours and got our first email Kendra the, I, th- I think she's probably earned super fan status at this point she won the email contest. Way to go Kendra. So, good on you Kendra. You win some free smoked ribs. <laughs> I had some running joke. She's uh, she her family doesn't care for ribs, so What? Yeah, so she's the only one and I said next time I do some, I will make sure to send some with the misses to school for her. Okay. So she's going to do that, but also, more importantly, Kendra, you get first pick for Friendsgiving you get first pick I do have your old suggestions so So she
0: just gets to submit whatever she wants to us I
1: I figured since she emailed us she answered the call she can say this is the first one that we want to do for Friendsgiving if that's okay with you I support it we want to reward good behavior Mm -hmm. and we want to obviously punish bad behavior ribs yes (laughs) I had
0: ribs for lunch that's why I'm doing this (laughs) I I don't believe you yeah, no, that sounds great.
1: So, yeah, thanks thanks for the email, Kendra. Good nice, on you, Mike. Nice to know the link's working, you ungrateful heathens. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, what else you got? Just a couple quick things. So, she, Also related to Kendra, she sent us a copy of 30 Days of Night, another horror film. Okay. Um, I had not seen it before. I had seen, I'd heard clips of what it's about. I will not get into full-on plot synopsis, but I will just say it is a, uh, it's an intense flick. Um Pretty good. A lot of good atmosphere. It's kind of like, it gives you some vibes of the thing a little bit with like being an isolated, oh, you know, like like that. snowy town. Um, I figured you'd appreciate it because it's like a one group of people in a small area, not one house, but it's a small town, like I very, very isolated. So
0: I think I meant to watch it one time, but I definitely don't think I have.
1: Yeah. I, I'd say, if, you know, two thumbs up, Um, or if on a scale of two thumbs up, I'd say about one and a half. I, I very oh. much enjoyed it. Okay. So... And then the only other thing I've got, you had given me a few suggestions of movies to watch, un-horror related this one, Turbo Kid.
0: Oh yeah, the Turbo
1: Kid. What'd you think? I enjoyed it, man. It was uh it's definitely does have like a Kung Fury feel with oh, like yeah. the, the film and like was the sound weird when you watched it too? It's a
0: Kung Fury mix with like Mad Max.
1: Yes. Ah, uh, the sound? I don't think so. I uh, maybe it was just when I watched it it was kinda off, but like, anyway, um it is like a super fun movie. Kind of like a post apocalyptic, like Dude, it was great. But it's like instead of motorcycles, they're like literally on pedaling bikes <laughs> got and
0: bicycles, yeah. it's this is just, what charm. It's just like it clearly low budget, but like just kind of a fun story, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, like super ultra, like fake gory at oh, times. Yeah. Like, but like hilariously over gory. the top funny. Yeah. yeah, that I mean that was that was fun. That it's was, always
1: good to see Michael Ironside. Too. Yeah,
0: Michael Ironside is the bad guy. Nice, was, nice to see him. It was good to see him back in the back in the game. Yeah,
1: but that was it. Since it's kind of a tight turnaround here, I didn't I didn't have a ton, but
0: yeah, okay. Well, I didn't have a ton either. All right. Should we discuss? Frighteners. I think
1: we should. Catch you later, hey! guys. My tour of duty runs another eighty-five years. There's a piece of dirt up here with your name on it, banister. Okay. That's what we're here to do, so.
0: Alright. This is this will be our uh second movie featuring Michael Jackson in a basketball scene.
1: Michael J. Fox, you mean? I'm sorry.
0: Did I say Michael Jackson? <laughs> you did. I think I did that in the last I hope so. I think I I, really I, think do. I called him Michael Jackson. Sorry, let me rephrase that rephrase that. Michael J. Fox in a basketball scene.
1: Yes. Is he secretly like a huge basketball guy is that would that's what this is I don't about? know but he
0: looks terrible when he does it. So he needs yeah. to stop. It wasn't the scene I'm talking about wasn't pretty.
1: No. Well, and I also meant to tell you like to- completely unrelated, I had w- if we were going to play our baseball game this past weekend, I had, like totally was going to have the Teen Wolf soundtrack ready to go and I was oh, going to play man. a bunch of those songs. So Dang. I was excited for that, but that's neither here nor there. When in the end? Um yeah, he, he's just—he's not a great basketball player. It's not a convincing. He's not screen. an athlete. No, not an athlete. Well, I can give you my history real quick because yeah. it's brief. Um, Let's hear it. I know I've seen some clips of this on TV, especially like when he's having his out-of-body experience toward mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Okay. Um, I thought I knew pretty much what this movie was about. Turns out I did not. I was like, nope, I had no idea what this was about and what was going on here. So. Uh, first time watching it all the way through. Last night, roughly around um, between 9 to 10.45 p.m. Central Time. I was watching it around that time, too. How about that? Weird. But, uh, yeah, that's my history with the film. Very cool.
0: My history is, this was when we were in the old house, so probably five, six years ago. I feel like, actually, probably longer than that now. The older kids may not have been around. I can't I, remember.
1: Yeah, I can't remember how long.
0: Anyway, there was it was Halloween night. And I was like so in the mood to like keep watching scary movies. I had just been on a great run and like it was super late at night and I was like laying down in bed and I was like, man, I can't go to sleep. I need to like see if something's on. So I popped on, I think Netflix something. And this was on here and I was like, oh man, I've never, this is like one Michael J. Fox movie I've never seen. So I popped it on and just like it was super late. So I was like shocked I even stayed awake for it. But man, I had a really good time with it.
1: Yeah. I can see why there's, it's an interesting story. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that is definitely part of it. It's just a lot of curveballs all throughout.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't, I I dropped the ball. I tried really hard to come up with a good random question. I was like, maybe we could do something like, are you more afraid of this or that? Or like, I just, I didn't have a are you more
0: afraid of Gary or Jake Busey?
1: (laughs) Butter sausage. I don't want to talk about butter sausage. Did you know that's an
0: AI video? No, I didn't. I thought that was real. Serious? And I was like, "Oh man, he's like straight up lost it." But I, it's that's fake.
1: There is a video circulating around of uh, some lady trying to catch him on a hit and run, though.
0: That's real. <laughs> that. And he's like laughing about it. Yes. Yeah, that's that's real. That's 100 real. Yeah. The butter sausage video is not is that is fake.
1: It's sad that that's like believable though. It's
0: so and it looks so real. It does. Yeah, it's messed up. It
1: just it makes me sad. But no, I would say of the two of them, definitely Gary.
0: I don't know, man, because Gary's like old and crazy, but he's old and I feel like you can get away from him. Yeah, he's not as much of a threat as he once was. Jake is like, I mean, he could still actually harm you.
1: That's true. Yeah, I guess that's fair.
0: His teeth are gigantic. Yeah. What if he bit you? <laughs>
1: get infected with the Busey genes, Right. Seriously. Oh, God.
0: That's what happened. Jake I can feel my teeth growing. Jake Busey was actually just once a normal guy, and then Gary Busey bit him, and he became Jake Busey.
1: I mean, it's fitting, because it's kind of vampire-ish, so it (laughs) fits right into our spooky movie mind (laughs) here.
0: Exactly. Lord of mercy.
1: Oh, shoot. Should we just get into it, man?
0: Let's take a trip to Fairwater.
1: Fairwater. Where do you think this is? Like, what state is this?
0: That's a great question.
1: I mean, I'm assuming, like... New Jersey, New- yeah, New Jersey or Vermont or like mm-hmm, good Maine, call. something like that, somewhere out east. I feel like for sure mm-hmm. on the coast. I don't know.
0: That's good. That's a yeah. It's a good good question. I for some reason in my mind I'm thinking New Jersey. I'll, I'll take it. But I have no. It might as well be Oregon.
1: You know what? That's the first place that popped in your mind. <laughs> it could though. be
0: Pacific Northwest. It could be Northeast. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. It's not Illinois.
1: Uh, it's, that much. It starts off super fast too. Just immediately, we get a lady getting chased through this house by this pretty, pretty piss poor CGI ghost. I would say it's it's pretty rough, but yeah. it's ninety six. Hey, ninety six. So it's, so I don't. I mean, it's it's part of the charm yeah, of the movie.
0: I would. Yeah, it's probably not terrible for ninety six, <laughs> but it's. It's interesting.
1: I do not. I think I've said this before. Like movies in the '90s that have CGI, for the most part, I don't really hold it against them. I'm like, you know what? You did yeah. the best you could with the time. The only exception being Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That, yeah,
0: that was pretty. Brutal. There's just
1: no excuse for that. That's just heinous. Yeah, this is like
0: the people coming out of the wall, like in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. like that. It's like that kind of image. Yeah, but it's like the shape of a person coming out of the wall, so it's it's not super scary, but it's you know. Chase so,
1: through the carpet. She, hurt this lady seems genuinely terrified. So. It's a little creepy. Yeah.
0: Which, yeah, I mean, we'll get, yeah, we'll get into it. I can't. I don't want to say anything yet.
1: Yeah, right. Um, but ends up the there's an old lady that comes around the corner and she's got a scatter gun ready to go and she shoots that spirit away.
0: Yep, it's crazy old lady with a shotgun.
1: And then it's spirit flies at the camera. So I was like, oh, okay, because that's I was a little confused. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you on some of this stuff because I definitely have some questions. Okay. But it like she shoots that, and then like the the thing flies at the camera, like implying that it got upset and flew at the old lady and killed her. And then like literally the next scene, um, or not the next, but like pretty shortly thereafter, they're at a funeral. So I was like, oh, this lady must have died. That is not the case. Correct. No, so she's, it's, yeah. it's just like a fun little scare to start the movie. Yeah. And it Has nothing to do with. Right. Okay.
0: They're just. I think they're just highlighting the crazy old lady. Honestly. Okay. And then that's just like a cool cutaway scene. Okay. With the... Thing. Like I said,
1: I, I wasn't sure, so I, I I obviously figured it out. But um, anyway, shortly thereafter, we get a quick rundown. Like there's a apparently there's a epidemic of people just dropping dead, healthy young people dropping dead, mm-hmm. no signs of struggle, but their hearts are under tremendous pressure. That's right. And we learn about this from Miss Reese Jones. I only say that because he like makes it a point to call her Miss Reese Jones like three times. Yes. And Steve. Steve. Steve.
0: Joe's be the only place for Steve.
1: That's right. Arr, God. Hey, it's Steve the pirate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, there's a pirate on the team. <laughs> hey, did you happen to notice who did the music for this film?
1: I sure did, Danny. Danny Elfman.
0: Elfman. How about that, we
1: got the best of all the worlds here, dude.
0: Yeah, I've got. Uh, this is produced by Zemeckis. Yep. We got Peter Jackson on the in the director's seat, pre Lord of the Rings, right before Lord of the
1: Rings. Yeah, and
0: then you got the Elfman himself.
1: It's, there's a lot going on here. Speaking of Peter Jackson, old Peter Jackson movies. Have you ever seen Dead Alive or Oh, oh
0: he, parts of it? Oh my god! I just am not a, I just I do not like that. I
1: can't handle it either. I that he's
0: got some weird. Like, there's there's um another thing he did. They're almost like Muppets. They're like animatronics.
1: Was it like early '90s or something? Probably um, late '80s, early yeah. '90s.
0: It's pretty gross too i just it's just not entertaining i'm like god this is the same guy that gave us the, Lord of the rings adaptions and frighteners and a king kong movie like it's so bizarre
1: i remember there was a clip of something i was watching on youtube and a clip of that scene where the dude takes the lawn mower yeah. runs through the house yep and my wife was like oh my god who would direct such a thing i was like actually the director of your favorite trilogy of that's all right. time she's like what
0: yeah that's that's how we started yeah, that's. I do not. I'm not. I'm not at all about that. No, Those I didn't. There's too much grotesque creatures. Yeah,
1: I'm. That's well, and it's just some of the situations. Like I've seen mm-hmm. bits and pieces enough to be like, mm-mm. It's no bueno. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here we're, to talk about frighteners. That's right. Um,
0: and I'm gonna tell you something, Frank. It ain't nothing worse than a bunch of pissed-off brothers. This already dead. We're and we're gonna talk
1: about Frank Bannister.
0: Frank Bannister. That's what I was gonna say.
1: Oh, Frank. Michael J. Fox.
0: Psychic detective.
1: That's right. Teen Wolf himself. <laughs> um he's coming down there's a funeral going on he's just kind of pilfering around trying to hand out some cards like, yeah
0: he's a uh, setting up to be a con man yeah
1: we're, we're very clearly supposed to say not we don't care for this uh this fella here and there's two guys trying to photograph him too which again we don't get a ton right out of the shoot here but definitely get the sense that he's kind of a schemer and then he takes off and he's driving extremely recklessly why
0: why can't he drive i don't know well i, I don't know it's never paid off no It's just right from the get go. They show us he's a terrible driver. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like I try to. I was like, man, did they set it up for him to crash into that guy's house? Because that's. But but then I was like, no, he wanted to go back to that house to wipe the bill clean. Right. So why on earth is he a terrible driver? And what a weird decision.
1: I don't know. It's it is very strange.
0: Is it to set up the fact that he ends up killing his wife because he's such a bad driver?
1: I mean, but they're arguing, so he's like distracted
0: and. It's just weird.
1: I, yeah, there's there's a couple of things, but weird. here's another thing that's really weird for me. Okay. <clears throat> You've probably had this situation, and maybe you listening out there, maybe our, our listener out there, you know, um, <laughs> they've had somebody do, do some work, uh, whether it's, you know, tree work or stuff in the yard, and somebody drives through your yard and leaves some ruts. Mm-hmm. Do you run out and say, oh, my God, you ruptured my yard?
0: Yeah, ruptured. Very Who interesting.
1: Says it, you ruptured my yard? What a weird way to say that. Yeah, it's bizarre. That's
0: Roy. Roy. We, who ends up coming back.
1: It does. It does pay off here.
0: Yeah, so... Roy Mike, Linsky, I believe. Is that... Michael J. Fox or Frank Bannister can't drive. Right, drives through fence. Crashes through his fence.
1: <laughs> and runs over the gnome.
0: Runs, oh, that's right. On purpose, though, right? He does. The gnome he was on crashes purpose. crashes the gnome on purpose. So <laughs> Leaves
1: the card. He's like, here, just take this. <laughs> yeah, leaves
0: the card, which is bizarre.
1: And then he's obviously, like I said, I just... When I heard Roy, I I hit pause. I was like, did he really just say ruptured my yard? Like, that's not (laughs) how you describe that.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: Next, we get to meet Dr. Lucy. And like I said, I believe it's Linsky. Sounds right. Lanolin is like sheep's wool. Sheep's wool. (laughs) Uh, Trini Alvarado. Oh. I believe that's... Yes, that is her. I've got her IMDB page up here. Okay. Can confirm. Uh, She comes to the old creepy house from the beginning. And she comes to check on Patricia. And Patricia is... Basically, you know, you can tell she's uh, uh, she's got some bruises, she's very concerned, and it's very heavily implied that it's her mom, old lady, Patricia, whatever, but mm-hmm. I can't remember their last names, um, was really abusive, or is really abusive, and then the mom's like, hey, just so you know, I saw what she did, she's an accessory to murder, right. she's lucky that we're letting her stay here. She
0: can't be trusted.
1: So we don't know really who to trust right out of the shoot, either one of these two, they're both kind of...
0: Your sympathies definitely go 100 for Patricia. Absolutely. It appears she's in a rough situation.
1: <laughs> and then immediately after that, we get a newsreel about John Charles Bennett, Who's... Jake Jake Busey. That's right. Gunning Bartlett, down Bartlett. Bartlett. I'm sorry. Yes, Bartlett. I don't know why I said Bennett. Uh, Bartlett. So he he gunned down 12 people at a hospital, and we find out that Patricia was in love with him, and she was taken away and given obviously a sentence, and then basically like out on parole kind of like good behavior but it's like house arrest from mm-hmm. now on so that's why she's living with her mom so i like this like newsreel kind of style that they did i do too
0: it's like a little flashback
1: and they clearly like some of it's like old footage and then they just made like jake Busey look grainy and yeah, <laughs> in that I, footage but
0: dude, I, lo- I like the i like the f- the flashes of fairwater sanatorium and all yeah. that.
1: that was that was a cool little touch absolutely uh, but then immediately after that, Ray and Lucy are having quite the issue with some poltergeist. The bed's levitating. Um, and we also get a pretty quick sense, too, that Ray and Lucy maybe don't have the best marriage.
0: Yeah, I was like, man, I forgot these guys are they're a couple. Yeah. Are, we, t- we might kind of accidentally run into, is it Ray or Roy? Ray?
1: Uh, I believe it's Ray. Right, let me double check. Yeah, Ray.
0: Ray and Lucy. But yeah, then their beds start floating after they're arguing about stuff. And
1: she's like, get me off the bed, because he kind of like runs away at first, and he's very very crotchety. But thankfully, there's a card in the comforter, Frank Bannister. How fortuitous. How how fortunate. Gives Frank a call, and he shows up, and he's, to me, like I said, giving off some serious Peter Venkman vibes here. (laughs) Oh, wow, you just got here? Whatever he says, like, that's really a big problem this time of year. (laughs) Love, Love those lines.
0: They hate this.
1: And then he sets up that like stereo equipment, whatever, and he's like, "This is holy water." And he's just spritzing around, and like the way he like sprays it behind his back, I was like, like, "Yep, this is definitely." It's one of our little toys. Um, He's able to get rid of the spirits.
0: I will say, four hundred fifty dollars to like remove a poltergeist or like a haunting. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a pretty good deal.
1: What would you that if you
0: believe in what if you believe in the service you're getting? I mean you would have called him if you didn't believe in it right, right. like i mean 450 sounds like a great deal and then it ends up being a wash because he destroyed the guy's fence already right
1: so that i was batting you know in my head i was like oh maybe that's so that's a question like what would you charge like give, given the situation like
0: if i could remove ghosts from people's house
1: yeah like let's say let's oh, go man, let, like, let's go with levels here so the first level is what is happening at the, the their house that's like a grand and then at the end, trying to basically what we think is the Grim Reaper, like trying to figure out a way to fight the Grim Reaper. Oh, How much like, you charge for that?
0: That's like hundred grand. Yeah, I feel like that's
1: that's that's a really pricey yeah. because
0: half a million. Yeah,
1: I'm no, I'm right there with you.
0: But yeah, like what he did, like he could have charged a thousand dollars. I feel like. Oh yeah, especially in today's economy.
1: Well, if you're like if you're on a bed and all of a sudden your bed's levitating, that's what I'm saying. And like every like, there's no indication or there's no way that you'd be like, okay. I'm I'm cool. I'm like nope. I'm out of this house. Yeah, like, you
0: just experience things you've never experienced before. Four hundred fifty bucks. You wouldn't even second guess it.
1: Yeah, it's a hell of a deal. So clearly, there's some you know scheming going on here. But um, Ray's or Ray's ups, obviously upset. He's like, all right, just pay it, whatever. And then as he walks by Frank, we see a number carved in his head. I see a
0: number on
1: Ray's forehead. Thirty-seven, I believe.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> and. Then we see the CGI ghost guy kind of pop out from the wall too, as as yeah, Frank leaving. leaving. Yep. And then Frank drives his beetle or a uh, slug bug, right? It's a beetle. I don't
0: even know what model it is. It's so such a piece of junk.
1: Yeah, he he drives it home, and then all of a sudden we got a couple of ghosts popping out of the trunk.
0: Were you like, what in the world?
1: The first time, when I watched this, like I do remember him being kind of a shyster, but I don't, I didn't remember how it all tied together. Yeah. So when I was watching this, I was like, oh, okay, so like. And then as soon as you see that, like, okay, he drove there. Obviously, they got out whenever he wrecked, and oh, okay, that makes sense. But like you, was he doing it to try and scheme them out of money, or was he doing it to be like, hey, oh, oh crap, I forgot. I drove yeah. through this person's fence. Like,
0: I think he was tr- trying to like not have to pay them money. Yeah,
1: I, I totally agree.
0: But, so these ghosts, oh gosh, these ghosts are in on it. They mm-hmm. clearly help Frank do these hauntings and make some cash. Right. Well, do we ever, do, do they say what's in it for these ghosts? Nothing. It's like, it's like what? Like, why on earth would these ghosts help I don't this know.
1: guy? I, I don't know. Like, instead of just sitting and waiting around at the cemetery with Arlie and they they get to go out and see the world. I don't know. Bizarre, it is. Um, and then he Frank's, you know, like man, you didn't even flip the toilet seat or pour salt out. Like you know, are making he, me look bad. <laughs> you make me look bad. And who carved the number in the dumb guy's head? Like you're like I don't know. So. Ray, Frank's a little bit suspicious. He's like, well, uh-huh. that's weird. Like, that something's going on there.
0: It is bizarre. Uh,
1: and then we get the fun scene, too, of the judge chasing everybody around, shooting the gun because oh. the dog is chasing – it's gnawing on his jawbone. Which... Yeah, so
0: the old – so there's this old ghost John called Astin. the judge. That's John Astin. Dang it. Okay.
1: The original Gomez. Nice. How about that?
0: And, and a Riddler, I believe. He was a Riddler. Not my favorite Riddler. No. But he was obviously- one of them
1: hashtag not my riddler
0: but he pops into shooting at the other ghosts yeah and it implies that they can be hurt by these bullets somehow kind of yeah
1: i mean at least momentarily
0: so yeah why is the judge shooting at these guys
1: uh he's just shooting because like a like a yosemite sam i think situation where he's just firing off rounds because this dog's got his jawbone that's my impression
0: at first i was like man is this i kind of forgot I was like is this guy is he is he trying to kill the other ghosts what's going on here
1: I also have some questions, too, because we, we hear a little bit about, like, the state that they're in and, like, why they're ghosts and why they're there. And the judge is like, I I don't have any more in me, Frank. Like, I'm going to retire. And he's like, oh, you keep saying that. He's running out of ectoplasm. But, like, how long has this – because we're left to imply, like, Frank's like, you've been with me for a while. Like, if I don't have you, there's no money. So I feel like he's clearly been there over a year because at one point he's like, you have a year to re-enter this mm-hmm. – holy place or whatever, and that's, you know... So, like, I just... I don't know. I had some questions about that.
0: are not we led to believe after the accident, Frank developed this after his traumatic event? Yes. So, like... But that seems like it's been over a year since that's happened, right?
1: Oh, yeah. That's... I think he... I thought they said, like... Because the car accident and the, the whole monologue is 1990. Oh, okay. So, assuming this is taking place in real time, so 96, so that's, you know... Okay.
0: So, yeah. So, this... I got the feeling that this old guy, this judge guy, has been with him since like right after this traumatic event almost.
1: But they make it sound like these ghosts yeah, are, like wither away right, after right. a year. So yeah. I don't
0: Yeah, maybe he's been with them a few years.
1: There's, like I said, there's some inconsistencies, but that's nitpicky. So I won't, I won't do that. I don't like being that guy. Fair enough. Um, Frank is clearly setting up another house call too at the rich person's house, and the <laughs> and ghosts are <laughs>
0: the flying babies. <laughs> the flying babies, and
1: rightfully so, I'd be terrified too. But. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But the the mom the mom is not, or is she the mom? Who is this rich lady? Are those I, her I'm children? Assuming, yeah, I
1: think it's. I'm assuming so. <laughs>
0: so bizarre. She uh, so many babies at the same age.
1: Yes, that's true. Maybe she had triplets. Did she have
0: six know. toplets. weren't there like six of them? I feel like there were two sets of like triplets. I know there was at least three. I think there were two sets of them.
1: Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe a, like a Octomom situation. Yeah, before it was like his a John and Kate plus eight thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, but she immediately reads this art, or she reads this article about him being a con man, <laughs> yeah. and is like, all right, he's a con man. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily like fact check anything; just assumes that this lady is. I
0: would be like, well, ma'am, your babies were still flying. Could you please explain that?
1: Yeah, that's exactly how I'd handle it too. Like, um,
0: cool. You caught me, but you still have ghosts in your yeah, house.
1: Yeah, and I can take care of it. <laughs> um, so, as he's leaving um, and he's walking around town, he starts seeing or sees Ray running towards him as a ghost in ghost form and we find out pretty quick that he died while doing a rowing exercise Mm raided and he's like you need to get this out And, and then this is where we get a little bit more backstory about you'll get you didn't go into the light like you were supposed to so he's around for a year and then he gets a chance again at another year to go into the light but until then he's a frightener right so that's at least some rules I'm I'm rolling with it. Yeah, I, I I'm 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 along for the ride here. And then they, he's like, "Well, I want to go to the cemetery. I want to see the funeral. I want to see everybody." And they get there, and Sergeant Hiles, I believe, Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy, of course. It's first, that's the first time we've covered him. isn't Maggot. it? Maggot, is it? I think so. I don't think he's been in anything else. Gosh, you're
0: probably right.
1: Great oh. voice.
0: Yeah, he's the perfect, you know, army or marine drill sergeant oh, yeah. character. Yeah, he's great.
1: Uh, he gives Frank quite the quite the dress down for being a scammer and a scumbag, basically, and using people and
0: really making money
1: off of it, which which is nice. Um,
0: hey, gotta earn a living.
1: That's right. And then we get to meet Walt, Roger Predactor.
0: Roger Productor's back.
1: He's in. He's a sheriff this time, and he gets. He actually gets some scenes. He gets to act a little Isn't bit. Isn't this
0: like our fifth Roger Prodactor movie?
1: Yeah, because well, Teen Wolf. Two Michael J. Fox, Roger Pitt actor oh, films. Oh, wow, yeah. How about that?
0: How do you think about that?
1: And then, obviously, Ace Ventura. Michael Demolition J. Fox Man.
0: was like, this guy was so <laughs> amazing. The one scene he was in. That's right. I gotta have him back. That's right.
1: Tom, now, he didn't mean anything by <laughs> it. Um, anyway, Walt Walt tells Frank that these deaths are obviously happening pretty frequently. They don't really have anything, and they're all pretty suspicious. He's like, you know, hey, what's your theory? So... It's <laughs> it's just funny to me. He's like he kind of relies on Frank, but everybody's suspicious of Frank because they know he's like a scammer. Oh yeah, but... Frank's
0: even like, "Am I a suspect?" He's like, "Oh God, no." I yeah, just, uh... I just I don't. It's like,
1: man, maybe they, you
0: should be a suspect. They
1: could have made him uh, made this a little bit more, I guess, suspect, Which I'm glad they didn't, because I kind of like it's a little bit more. It's not lighthearted, but it's a I would say more lighthearted than not. But you could have easily been like. Hey, your wife died unexpectedly while you were driving. Yeah,
0: they didn't go there immediately. Yeah.
1: And then you've been around a couple of people that have died immediately thereafter. Like, what's going on?
0: I like it that they're not, like, following the, like, typical, like, movie tropes. Like, right. rest, like that is that is kind of nice.
1: Um. So Lucy stops by and she, she talks to Frank for a minute. And she's like, is, is Ray here or whatever? So Ray kind of, or Frank does that for her a couple times. And then they go to meet for dinner. And Ray's listening in again. And again. Like immediately, we find out Ray's not the nicest guy because he lost six thousand or sixteen thousand dollar investment. Yeah, a bunch of money. Um, she clearly was lying about the wine too, because it's something mm. like, "Oh, I wanted white or red. I never really cared for one or the other." So Ray immediately starts like you you know starts yelling at her too, which yeah is an awkward thing because obviously they're setting up Frank and Lucy to be together, but it's like she rolls over on her ex husband or her dead husband like so quick.
0: Yeah, she really does. She she does not have to uh, grieve for very long. No, no.
1: I mean, it was a dead marriage, so I. I well, guess... just
0: like think about it. like this all happens in probably like what like a few days time. Oh yeah, all these events happen like pretty like pretty quickly, yeah. like, and her husband died like the day before. Yeah, so it's like,
1: like right after seeing yeah, him, she's like
0: already all in on. Him. MJF
1: This was another thing too that I just again in my mind. So he was there, he supposedly got rid of these ghosts and then the next day her husband's dead. That's why I was like, "Oh man, is she going to like accuse him of something?" I mean, why wouldn't you? But, but she They don't. Oh, hey, it's heart attack. Ghost to your point about not following the same movie tropes, which is kind of yeah, nice. Right. Um so anyway, Frank kind of, you know, gets fed up with it and he heads off to the bathroom and he's because he gets or uh, Ray gets upset and spills that glass of wine on him. So mm-hmm. he's in the bathroom and then that guy comes in and he sees the number carved into the guy's head and the CGI ghost comes in too and then ends up crushing that guy's heart <laughs> right in the middle of the bathroom. So That's right Frank obviously is pretty uh, upset and takes off. I mean, cha- really tries to chase down. So which go ahead.
0: The uh, the guy you're talking about the guy in the bathroom, right? Yes, Uh, yes, the death creature,
1: correct, like the grim reaper looking looks
0: like a Nazgul as it comes out of the mirror. Oh, yes, which is a Peter Jackson character from Lord of the Rings.
1: That is very true.
0: And when we first see the judge ghost, I got a big time Lord of the Rings ghost vibe. Remember, like, Mm, mm -hmm. the last the ghost army, the ghost army, yeah, you can totally see, like, like, oh man, he totally used this and oh, yeah, this and that for. There's later films.
1: That's a good call. I didn't even think about that, but as soon as you said that, I was like, yep, that's exactly what they look like. As soon
0: like. as I saw that judge ghost, I'm like, oh man, this is, yeah, this is like the ghost army leader. Spot on. Yeah.
1: Um, Walt wants Frank brought in now, um, and and Frank is still chasing after the bad ghost, and then Lucy is being questioned, because we kind of go back and forth between the Lucy. police has headquarters and Frank chasing after it, but then we get to meet Milton Dammers. Milton Dammers, what a character. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey and he's quite awkward about asking questions of Lucy, like, what's going on? And then she kind of yells at him, and he runs into the other room and throws Jeez. up. And
0: Do you think that Peter Jackson wrote this character like Jeffrey Combs is portraying him? Or do you think this is just like a bunch of choices Jeffrey Combs is giving this character? I,
1: th- based off the roles that Jeffrey Combs has played, I feel like it was a choice that he uh, made. I'm with you 100%. Now I will say this: I do love me some Jeffrey Combs and some stuff. He's oh yeah, he's amazing in some of the stuff that I've seen.
0: I mean, I feel like if you cast Jeffrey Combs, you kind of like know what you're getting into. Yeah, because he's just so peculiar and odd, and like just he's just giving it his all. I'm just like, man, he has to have like made like half the stuff up. Oh about God, his yeah.
1: Well, I think I told you last week, like he was in one of my favorite episodes of Stand Against Evil, and he's like a the whole premise of his episode is he's like a carnival game guy at, back in the 1800s and okay. he's like sleight of hand but he's a witch so he like ha- he tricks these police constables into killing themselves like they'd lose a the game so they have to kill themselves so he's <laughs> he's like super flashy and he's talking about like pizzazz and and john c mcginley keeps like giving him a hard time like you know calling him like a bunch of names and stuff and making fun of him, but it's, I don't know, it's it's one of my favorite episodes, and he's like, and that's just one example of something else that he's been in, but I I do like Jeffrey Combs, but this character is, uh, he's something else, he's man. out there. Yeah. And he gives off quite the horrific story here about Frank and his wife, and... Yeah, how does he know all this? He, I don't know, he's an FBI informant, so... I know, but
0: like, has he been studying this case on Frank Bannister for must like be. 15 years? He knows all the ins and outs of this case. He like comes immediately and like a special assignment to this. Yeah, and he's so weird. And like,
1: like even the times when they're arguing and yeah, he's
0: just all over Frank Bannister. Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: And we find out that Frank's wife was dead or was killed and mm. had the number thirteen carved into her head.
0: That's right. After an auto, after an auto accident, then mm-hmm. they found her with the uh, carving. With a box cutter, yeah, which disappeared,
1: which was recently purchased but has disappeared. Which that's very specific information. And, and why would they know that?
0: Yeah, that is weird. That he bought. Well, I guess he bought eight. They probably have a receipt. And he, it's only seven were counted. I mean,
1: but 1990, they're, you're paying with that in cash. Like, do they give yeah, you a receipt for that? Great question. Small town, they're like, all right, cool. Have a good, have a good time. Yeah, that's go cut some boxes. And then
0: Frank, like, of course, doesn't remember any of it. Yeah. You know. I mean, the, you can't blame the police. Like All the evidence clearly points to Frank being the killer. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Like, yeah. It makes total sense, but I don't, I don't know. It just His story, obviously, is pretty harrowing and, and what happened. But um, oh,
0: And the wife had number 13. Yes. She was 13. She was
1: 13. On her forehead. That's
0: right. With the shape of a 13 on her forehead. <laughs> I think that's how the song goes. It is. It's
1: exactly how it goes.
0: R.I.P. Smash Mouth. Yeah. That was Smash a, Mouth guy. That was a bummer. What's his? Do you remember his name? I don't. I wanted to give him a shout out, and I was like, I don't even know his name. I'm sorry.
1: We'll always remember the music.
0: Well, the hits start coming, and they don't stop coming. That's
1: right. Back to the rules, and they hit the ground running. <laughs> um, Frank sees another light at this, uh, like, which is weird. Again, I'm trying to get. Yeah. Him.
0: What? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because they're so. There's been another death. Right. Frank knows about the like light that takes people away. Right. Or doesn't
1: but why like this i'm trying steve. to get, yeah steve. it's steve this time unfortunately but at the museum we can't like this seems like a small town but then they have this huge museum uh, exactly i just some of the things i'm like I, yeah. one and one's not adding up to two here
0: that is a great call it is a small town they have a fancy museum
1: yeah and then we see miss reese jones is marked next she's she's the next to go Runt row. Um, the judge thankfully comes in though. Cause that death creature is coming to get her and judge comes in and shoots it away. it Cre- <laughs> creates quite a diversion too, because
0: he sure does. The, the police are looking for Frank Bannister and right. Frank's there. So they're, I get it. They're like, you know, they have their guns drawn, but they're, you know, talking and being pretty calm and like saying, you know, all this stuff, whatever. And then once some of this like chaos, you know, erupts, like they immediately just start firing shots.
1: Yeah, like, there's a lot of reckless firing going on here. Oh my gosh! At this point, we were there watching so
0: it. many people in that museum too. We
1: were watching it last night. Even my wife was like, "Man, they're like really firing off rounds." I was like, "I mean, yeah, it's a movie, but yeah, even for movie, that's a little strong."
0: These guys both got fired. That's the next right. day, Probably.
1: Um, yeah, he creates quite the diversion because he uh, goes into that tomb and has his, oh yes. has, has his time with the uh, mummy
0: show my humping a mummy which is yeah. really
1: interesting um that's bizarre and then that go or that skeleton starts moving and of course they freaking out and they start firing like you said the police start yeah. firing and it's the, oh that's what it was yeah, the two ghosts that are moving the, the two skeleton ghosts are, yeah manipulating
0: the skeleton <laughs> great touch I, I love these two ghosts
1: yeah one of them's chi mcbride um i don't know who the other guy is, is Che mcbride he's the he's the african-american guy the um He's from waiting. He's been in house. I mean, he's been in a ton of saying,
0: stuff. Yeah, I know him from something. But yeah. yeah, the guy's great.
1: I, he's the he's the dishwasher in waiting. That's always like oh, okay. talking. To people. Yes, yes,
0: yes. That's right.
1: Um, Gosh, he
0: was a lot younger than that. He was. Or I guess, and I guess he was a lot younger than this. I should say.
1: He's. In, I know he's been in a lot of stuff, but like the things I I instantly recognize waiting house. Now this, obviously, I know he's been in other stuff, and other that's, TV shows, but
0: that's fantastic.
1: Um. So then, during this, the, you know, everybody's excited. You know, there's a distraction, but then the the Reaper guy comes back and actually ends up killing the Judge, killing ghost form of Judge. That's right. So we know that the stakes are high here. So he's he's dead, dead. Yep, he's death for the dead. We never see him anymore. Uh, we no, not in the not even in the ending scene. Okay, I like, man, I think to... we are to assume that he ends up like where everybody else is at the end. Yeah, but we do not see the Judge again.
0: Okay, good.
1: And then Frank gives the old one-punch knockout to to Miss Reese Jones, too. I always appreciate that. Just, (laughs) and out she goes. And takes off with her, tries to save her, but again, driving pretty recklessly and then starts having flashbacks. The dude can't drive, man. No. But, I mean, this time he has a scythe under his chin. Yeah. So. A scythe? I think that's what it is, isn't it? I think it's a Sith. Is that what they call it? I don't
0: know. I think so. I don't know. I don't know either, but. (laughs) Either way, one of us is an idiot. I was like, wait, what? I didn't know what you said. I do not know. Either way, he I has think a I think, long stick
1: with a sharp blade
0: at the end of it. Yeah, the Reaper. The Reaper thing.
1: Um, so at least this time he has somewhat of a distraction or a, somewhat of a reasonable excuse for driving recklessly, right? He,
0: I just can't get over that they made like one of his character traits. A be, is He's a bad driver. He's
1: like, not only. He's just a terrible driver.
0: It's like, oh, yeah, this will make sense. That way we can set him up killing his wife and then crushing yeah. this other lady that he kind of kidnaps.
1: But uh, he tries to, again, tries to save her. The crash happens. They, they both survive the crash, but then, obviously, the Grim Reaper fella comes and does the same thing. Squeezes her heart. Squeezes her heart. She's toast. And then, back at the police station, they're all, you know, trying to figure out where Frank is. But Frank just comes in because, <laughs> like, oh, he's not going to come in. And then he just comes walking yeah, right in. I like it. Reminded me of Boondock Saints a lot.
0: <laughs> he seems a little defeated, also. These two
1: are miles away by now. <laughs> He comes in. He is very defeated. Um, he's like, "Hey, she she's dead. Uh, my car. I had a car accident there." And they say, "Okay, well, we're going to be holding you." And then Lucy tries to, like, "Frank, what's going on?" And he just immediately rude and kind of shoos her away, which yes. seemed uncalled for. Very much so. She's been nothing but on his side, and he's going to be rude like that. I, I didn't care for it. I'm with you. Um. So then, yeah. Now we get. Uh, There's an an interrogation scene, so Milton kicks out Roger Predactor, because I'm just... I'm sorry, I'm just going to call him Roger Predactor. I know his name is Walt, but...
0: Yeah, I think we should call him Roger Predactor.
1: So Milton starts trying to really like grill him and like obviously accuse him of everything that's been going on, and Frank is obviously very shook up and he's trying to tell Milton like, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. And this, this camera, like in this scene is very distracting to me. Like it's, it's an intense scene, but I can't like fully get invested in it because like the camera's like sideways, then up close on his eyes. And then like back away, like
0: there's too much camera
1: movement going on here. There is a lot. You're right. I will say from now on though, if I talk to somebody and they're upset, I'm going to ask them if somebody pissed in their hush puppies. That's a (laughs) great line. (laughs) Um, yeah, so it's just basically the whole time, like, clearly Milton is assuming Frank is the bad guy, he's been doing all this stuff, and...
0: His mind is made up. Yeah, he's he's not
1: even, not even open to any other suggestions. Um, so then Lucy goes to Frank's place, and Ray's following her there, and she sees that during the story, there's this big to-do about Frank pouring concrete over a garden that his wife wanted, but... He has a garden at his house and this architect. So all this, basically, she's like, some, you know, I don't know. Again, the story's not adding up, which is just really not much. But it really is just an excuse to hear the voicemail from Patricia saying, we've got proper. I don't know if it's Patricia or Patricia's mom, but basically like. They're, it's they're, the old lady, right? It is the old lady. Okay, yeah, I, I think did. so. Here's the voicemail have, that there's trouble have, at the house. Have they
0: done the flashback already of of MJF and his wife at the house, like, arguing?
1: Yes, that was during the whole, like, Jeffrey Combs, like, his... Um... Man, I didn't even bring attention to it, but I wanted to call out... The, yes. The uh, Sorry, I
0: totally that's missed okay.
1: that. Well, that's the problem. This is the first time I've seen it. I may gloss over something you want to talk oh, about, so...
0: So, in that scene where they're, like, showing the fight about the... Michael J. Fox built a basketball court instead of a garden, mm-hmm. which is absurd anyway. Like, they show him, they're, like, arguing out back... And Michael J. Fox like picks up the basketball and tries to do like a finger roll and like misses embarrassingly bad. That's
1: bad. That's very true. <laughs> that's
0: all I wanted to say.
1: That's okay. No, that's that's fair. Um. So yeah, Lucy goes back to the uh, the Patricia's house and basically again, Patricia, like my mom's holding these deaths over me and. You know, I don't I don't know what's going on. And she wants to show her some of these newspaper articles and all this stuff. And then her mom is coming up the stairs. She's like, all right, we have to hide. So she hides her in this closet. And while Lucy's in this closet, she finds the missing box cutter. Right. That was previously, according to Milton, totally gone. That's right. It was the, allegedly the murder, or not the murder weapon, Yes.
0: used on the dead body of... Of Frank Bannister's wife,
1: and I think she says, or it's implied at one point that she has the ashes of her dad because her dad is like, supposedly killed himself because he was so upset about everything that happened. So that little like trophy urn thing that she has is I, I don't know if they say it, but I feel like it's implied that those are his ashes. Yes, in this she scene. makes
0: it seem like they're the ashes
1: of her father. Yes, we'll come back to that. Right. Uh, it starts to glow um, during all this, and then. Ray has followed Lucy, and then ends anyway. Lucy ends up walking out, but during the uh, excitement, Ray gets killed. Again. Again, for the second. He gets second ghost, time. ghost killed. Yeah. Um, so then Lucy goes to try and talk with Frank while he's in prison and let him know that hey, I found your missing box cutter. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And then he finally starts to like loosen up. He's like, all right, hey, I appreciate everything that you're doing. They have a nice hug. Unfortunately, though, Lucy's the next one that's marked. Oh, that's right. She's got the mark on her forehead. And they, Death, you know, comes in and it starts attacking, but thankfully his two Frightener pals are there to help out and they distract long enough for them to at least get out. Uh, But the one guy, I know the one with the glasses, I think, gets killed. Yeah, Stu gets killed in this one, right? Again,
0: two movies in a row with a Stu. Yeah. We had two Lomaxes,
1: now we have two Stus. Two Stus. And we have one more connection later at the end, too, that will oh, two uh oh, snap. back-to-back movies. Um and then <laughs> Milton's stand there and he's <laughs> got a gun pointed at him. And then I don't know why, but I laugh so hard, like the way because Milton's obviously like don't move Frank and everything else, and then Lucy comes in out of nowhere and just hoses him down yeah, with that with fire, fire
0: extinguisher. extinguisher.
1: Like the way it just comes out of nowhere, she's just like
0: <laughs> I love it too when uh, Michael J. Fox like sneaks a kick in on Milton mm-hmm. and, the, and the gun flies up in the air. Like So like Milton was holding the gun and it pops up in the air. Oh, so yeah. great. Great choice. Love it.
1: So Frank says, I can't do anything about what's going on here like this. I have to have an out of body experience. Yeah, he's getting ready
0: to shoot himself in the
1: head. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, that's, a, that's a very extreme measure to take.
0: He's just gonna he's just gonna sacrifice himself for the good of
1: I ran out of gas, I gotta get a new car. Seriously. <laughs> that's that's the basically the same argument.
0: So true.
1: Uh, but thankfully Lucy's like, Hey, I have an idea. Um, I will inject you with movie drugs that'll slow your heart rate down and put you in a Mo- freezer.
0: <laughs> movie drugs. I mean
1: that's basically what they are. That's oh movies always have something like oh, yeah. that. Yeah,
0: it's like Friday the thirteenth. Which is fine. The sleeping right. sleeping medicine. That's
1: right. And we'll wake you up whenever it's time. Um
0: Flatliners. They do
1: that. Oh, yes, that's right.
0: They do something like this.
1: Um, Milton shows up, too, because she gets, get, gets uh, Frank injected with the drugs, puts him in the freezer, and then Milton shows up, sees what's going on, and then handcuffs her and takes off with her. But thankfully, Frank is having his out-of-body experience. That's right. And he starts kind of flying through and um, going after the, the death and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, in the meantime, Milton gets her to the cemetery and then starts doing some real weird, like, ritual-type stuff. Yeah,
0: what? Okay, so I have a lot of Milton questions here. I do, too. Is Milton actually a, like, good agent, a good police officer agent?
1: I don't know. Like, I kept watching it this time. I was like, he's a part of it. Like, I, for some reason in my mind, he was a part of what's going on.
0: He, yeah, he's not. No, he's not. But he is, like, roughing... I mean, she did kind of attack him like with a with the fire extinguisher yeah. like i mean but he's like he's been kind of rough with her the whole time he essentially is like kind of kidnapping her but also i guess kind of arresting her yeah but then takes her to the cemetery
1: yeah and he starts mumbling
0: and yeah he starts doing this like little and he's, exercise outside of the car
1: and he's got a bunch of like carvings basically like i know there's a pentagram oh yeah on his body he's got all these scars yeah but he like walt roger Predactor, excuse me mentions at one point that he was like the leader on the fbi of the occult and like
0: yeah he's a specialist
1: top men um he so i'm wondering if it's like he became obsessed with it and was like now he's
0: yeah like the uh what's it called when you uh
1: munch or uh not munch.
0: um yeah what is that like oh my gosh with,
1: uh, you start sympathizing with your captors, yeah, ears. right. Yeah. And what's that called? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. Sorry,
0: I almost said it's something to do with Sweden. Well, I was close.
1: Like I said, maybe you know, scythe, scythe, whatever. <laughs> Stockholm. Um, yeah, I didn't understand any of that. Like, I don't. He, you keep thinking he's going to be a part of it but he's not but he is just
0: but he is like turns into an evil force by the end of this right he is a like, full
1: on like huge roadblock for them he's
0: being a bad guy right yeah
1: 100% uh, thankfully Frank gets there and is able to get the car into reverse and Milton's like I'm doing it I'm doing yeah, it I'm oh wait a minute like stop
0: so like he thinks he did this right yeah he thinks thinks this is well, all on him. why at the end does he still not believe in ghosts and stuff it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Also, I love that when he gets her in the car, he's driving her to the cemetery, she starts screaming because he knows he'll, oh, yeah. he'll freak out and he like he's, he blares the carpenters. Yep. <laughs> don't
1: you remember you told me you It's love. a great, oh, great, great, great touch.
0: Song. Hey, you can change it if you want to.
1: <laughs> I can take it if you can. <laughs> don't you remember you told me you
0: loved me, baby? That's also on the Wayne's World 2 soundtrack, I believe. Or
1: maybe one. I can neither confirm nor deny that. It's on one of the Westworld soundtracks. That's just, all I know. Just like Met a Girl Like You it's on Austin Powers. Never met a girl <laughs> like you before. <sighs> um, so anyway, during all of this, while they're getting there, Sergeant Hiles, Arlie Ermy, is trying to fend off Death with his machine guns. Yeah, He gets killed. He gets split in half. Split in half. And it seems like Death is about to take out um, Lucy, but then Frank just unloads on him for quite an extended period of time. It's weird to
0: see Michael J. Fox holding machine guns, isn't it?
1: He's in a couple of war movies too, he, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, he's in, uh, he's not in Platoon, is no, he? No,
1: it's not Platoon. It's, it's something similar.
0: One. It's the other one. Oh. oh, shoot. What's that called? Yeah. I'm going to pull it up now because it's Psych. bothering me. It's,
1: I, it's now, I'm like born on the 4th of July, but it's not born on the 4th of is July. It's with Sean Penn. Um e- called? E- e- Eos. should have had this. I, Casualties, Casualties of, of war. war. There it is. Casualties of War. Sarge. The same year as Back to the Future 2. Oh, weird.
0: David Spade does a great impression of Michael J. Fox in Casualties of War. <laughs> Specifically, Casualties of War.
1: Um... Yeah, so he basically, he takes out, he unloads on this ghost thing and then beats the crap out of this ghost spirit, basically, mm-hmm. to the point to where we find out it was Jake Busey. It's not Father Death at all. It it's, is not.
0: It's Jake Busey. I do like it, though. They set up, uh, all throughout the film, they sh- kind of sh- show us that this, there's a this spirit that's coming out of the wall or mm-hmm. coming out of the carpet. or It basically needs to have some type of... Some Something, like, in between itself, so it, it can, like... The ghost can, like, manipulate items. Mm-hmm. So, it, I like that they set that rule up that it has to have something... That's true. So, Jake Busey is the ghost, but he's, like, essentially wrapped himself in, like, a carpet or a shroud or, you know, yeah. like, some something. So, I like that they did that. It was kind of cool.
1: Well, I didn't even pick that up. I mean, now that you say that, it yeah, makes total sense. Well, for the
0: first half of the movie, I was like, gosh, how is he getting away with this? I forgot how... He can all of a sudden be like freely jumping around and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's because he's manipulating the yeah. you know, the hood or the cloak, whatever he's got around him.
1: I did not even pick up on that, but you're right. Um, I dig it. So we get a little bit more, too, to like find out that he's been responsible for all these deaths. Obviously, he's been doing all this. And then Frank's about to kill him. He's getting ready to end it. But then he gets woke up. Oh, that's right. Because he's it's right at the time.
0: They revive him.
1: This is one of like six false finishes at the end here i think there's there's a
0: lot lot. yeah so the like the motive for jake busey john bartlett i think Mm -hmm. his name is he's just crazy and just wants to have basically the highest kill count like for an american yep
1: i think and he even talks about like i want to have the highest kill count of all
0: yeah he's like we get he's like we gotta have an american with the lead or something yeah that's so I can uh, appreciate that. Yeah, though. I mean I like mean, it's cool that they like in the flashbacks they set it up at, that he had twelve kills and mm-hmm. obviously he's kept going and then so now he's I forgot what number they're gunning for, but you think they'll stop when they once they hit that number? Not a chance. Okay. So they do. No, just those keep two going. are
1: they're out they're out for vengeance for mm-hmm. the entire time. Okay. Um So, anyway, so they uh, he he gets woke up and then Frank is like we got to get to the house and you got to get Patricia out of there. Yeah,
0: why does he say that?
1: I don't know. Immediately there's like we it's maybe because they're going under the assumption that she is really innocent and that he's going to come back and try and kill her. But he says
0: does he say Patricia or does he say get her out? I think he says Patricia. Okay, I can't I was like, man, maybe they set it up where he knew because he doesn't know. Patricia's no, because Lucy immediately goes yeah. to try
1: and save Patricia. So I, th- I mean, they—it's yeah. it, definitely implied that it's Patricia.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's seen the full flashbacks yet at this point. No, we so. no,
1: not not yet.
0: So yeah, we don't know about Patricia yet.
1: I mean, but it should be suspicious that if it has, you know, he figures out okay, it's been Johnny this whole time, mm-hmm. and he hasn't gone after her yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe should throw up a red flag, but
0: I mean, the very beginning of the movie, we saw going after. That's true. Allegedly,
1: yeah. So then Lucy gets to the house and she tries to get Patricia out, and Patricia's obviously acting very strange,
0: quite strange,
1: stranger than before. And she says, "Okay, let me go upstairs. I'll talk to my mom." Well, okay, now she's gonna join us here in just a couple minutes, this and is,
0: she's changed clothes. This is the oh yes, that's right. This is the point of the film where like I feel like for the most part it's been kind of like not slapsticky, but like kind of like more lighthearted. Yeah, very much lighthearted. Like you know the ghosts, you know who. Most of the, I mean, people have died, but it's mm-hmm. been like a heart, you know, the heart squeeze. Like right. You don't actually see, and you don't, and you see them like their spirits coming out of their body. So it doesn't, they don't seem like harsh. But then, holy cow, when like she uh, stumbles into the room with like Mrs. Bradley, yeah, just dead on the bed, like was cut to pieces, cut to yeah, it's, pieces. It's like, rough. Whoa, that's a great, great scene.
1: No, I agree, and it was one that I like. Swerve, bro. I knew something was coming, but again, the whole movie they lead you to believe like it, Patricia's mom is like involved in this somehow. But then yeah. once Patricia comes down with a change of clothes, you're like, uh-oh. Yep. Not good.
0: No bueno.
1: So yeah, they're and then they're stalling too because uh Johnny Bartlett's there too, and they're you know chit-chatting with one another, and Lucy's like, Oh, we'll get you out of here, no big deal. And she's we're just waiting for your mom, blah blah blah. And then once she finds out her mom's dead, Lucy attacks and Mm. she's trying to add to the to kill count so they're and they're cheating the system because he's like hey if we do it together that counts so like I'm sorry oh really one person I agree one one count one person another
0: oh that's true because yeah we even find out during the 12 that he's counting Mm -hmm. he didn't even do all 12 himself exactly I'm with you. That should not count.
1: No, absolutely not. Now if you're going to do it like a joint thing, like it's a team thing, then you're mm-hmm. then you're a part of the team number, right. not not. So
0: I mean, he like so Ghost Johnny Bartlett is there like kind of like coaching her on, like telling her to kill her and stuff, so. Yeah. But hey, he didn't actually do it, so I don't think it should count either.
1: No, and then so Lucy's attacking and there's a lot of back and forth um and then Johnny tries to attack her and then thankfully Frank shows up and is able to Kind of fend him off a couple times, and then the one time that he's in, Johnny's in this picture, Frank puts the picture through, and then that causes his spirit to go back into the urn, mm, yes. and we find out that it was Johnny Bartlett's urn, not mm-hmm. her dad's, mm-hmm. and Frank covers that up. He's like, hey, we got to get it to a holy site or something like that, and she's like, well, the old asylum, whatever, there's yeah, a the chapel there. Yeah, the Which, if this place is big enough, if this town's big enough for an art museum, there's got to be other churches. Yeah right. Just take it to a church. Come on, people. They made
0: they made it seem like too that like the old sanatorium building was just like like across the woods from the. Yeah, house. I know, right. They got their they like were just on foot running and they got their super fast.
1: Yeah, it's like Batman and Robin running from the uh, plane wrecked. Right. <laughs> just good old fashioned <laughs> leg straight Robin. True, I think I spotted it while we were going down. <laughs> um. So yeah, they get they get there, and then Frank starts hallucinating the day of the shooting and sees basically everything that happens.
0: This is my favorite part of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's it's done so well.
0: I love this scene where like he's going through the sanator- sanatorium. It's all decrepit now, but then like he'll flash back and see the people. So you get a you actually get to see well most most of the original slaughter mm-hmm. or massacre whatever they called it through Frank's eyes, flashing back, which is. Just really well done,
1: and it's kind of like out of nowhere. Like there really isn't a reason for him to be hallucinating this. I don't think like it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's like they've set up that he has these that traumatic event, which now allows him to see the dead people. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I don't feel like he like all of a sudden he's
1: he's just seeing these.
0: He's developed psychic powers, kind
1: of. I don't almost. know. I mean, like, I'm glad it does because I'm like you. Like this is a highlight of the movie yeah. for me.
0: Super cool, super well done,
1: and of course Milton shows back up.
0: How does Milton know they're going to be there? I don't know. I just it doesn't he's, make sense that he drove her to the cemetery. It doesn't make sense that he knows they're going to the sanitary. He
1: knows what time that Frank bought a box cutter. So, it's I mean, true. I guess he's, he's he's in the know about these things. So bizarre. Um, and then Milton grabs, it, grabs Lucy and he's going to take her away. But she's thankfully able to get away and take an elevator uh, to the chapel. But the elevator's kind of stuck. So, she hands it to Frank. And Frank is going to go in, but then during him trying to break into this, it ends up getting launched. That's right. And right into Milton's arms.
0: I get the vibe that, like, Milton was going to straight up kill both of them at this place. Yes, absolutely. We find out he's got that Uzi. He's got weapons. Like, I've. Like, he's just, like, rough. He's just, like, yeah, I feel like he's going rogue here he's gonna murder them both
1: yeah i don't i don't understand what his motivation is in this movie super bizarre it's a very very strange thing kind of like being a bad driver just randomly like Mm -hmm. don't know what milton's up to um amen and like you said so he's he's got the urn he releases johnny bartlett again after all this so which again this is another like false finish i was like yeah there'll be another standoff but nope this so not only is johnny loose milton's there he shoots frank and Frank's obviously hurt, shoots him in the arm. Shoots
0: him in the arm a couple times with an Uzi. Got to get that Uzi
1: out yeah, there. I know. And then he's like, all right, well, turn around. I'm going to shoot you. That's, you know, federal law. Hey, he's like, I don't law. want to
0: shoot you in the back.
1: At least he's a John Wayne type. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's right. like, hey, I don't, I don't want to shoot a man in the back. Uh, Patricia's also there, though. She's been there the entire time chasing around. She's been
0: chasing him with her shotgun.
1: And she's got a shotgun. And then Frank ducks through or falls through every floor of this building. <laughs> And no, somehow definitely. survives, but during all this, Patricia shoots Milton in the head, and Milton is now a frightener.
0: I'm, immediately a frightener.
1: Yeah. Um, Good head splatter. Yes, it was. And then Frank sees that it was actually Johnny and Patricia that killed his wife. That's right. Because they were apparently tag teaming together during this. That's right. He so, has the full flashback. of So now he knows exactly what an happened. Accident with his wife. Um, and then she kind of. Patricia's, you know, going after him, too, and ends up basically choking him out and killing him. Yeah. So, like, okay, Frank's dead. So, now poor Lucy's left alone. Lucy's alone, and they're going to do all sorts of, you know, nasty things. They're pulling out yeah, knives. Patricia's and Patricia's
0: pulling out, like, garden tools and stuff she's going to, like, stab her with.
1: It isn't pretty. But, thankfully, Frank jumps in and snags Frightener, Patricia.
0: Frightener Frank.
1: Frightener Frank is going up, <laughs> Which, and he...
0: This part makes no sense, but grabs the real, like, the the still alive Mm -hmm. Patricia, but rips her, like, the frightener out of Patricia. Yeah, it's it's a little confusing. I mean, I guess it's not any different than, oh, actually, it's not any different than Johnny Bartlett's heart-squeezing people.
1: Yeah, that's true, but he's squeezing with... I guess it's still a scene. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: kind of, I, I can actually, now that I think about it more, it's like, you know, it's not that. Yeah. That I mean, much the, the
1: movie obviously pretty out there anyway. So you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so they're all heading up and then Johnny goes in after two and they're trying to, you know, pull, pull away and get away from him. And Frank's going up. And then th- thankfully Frank gets to, I'm assuming this is just heaven. Like, I don't know. They don't explicitly say it, but yes. Um, the the two his two buddies his two main frightener guys help pull him up like hey check it out you know this is a beautiful place everything we, else yeah we made it Johnny and Patricia make it away though and they're like we're gonna go down and do some more killing not so fast and then we get a real weird
0: yeah like CGI <laughs> tentacles s- snakes and, and,
1: and tentacles
0: and it's like hellfire and brimstone yeah my oh God it's Kane.
1: <laughs> um swallows him up and it's the express ticket to hell apparently that's right according to Chee McBride. So, yeah. um, and then on top of all this, Frank sees his old wife. or is, yeah. is He gets to see her again for a little bit. And it's very special. He's very excited that he's going to be here and he's looking forward to his new time. But
0: <laughs> and They're like, oh, no. Not yet. Your time's not, not over. No, no, my friend. I mean, if heaven exists like this and you get it, be reunited with your wife, wouldn't you like... That'd be even more devastating. Yeah. you are like, oh, no. Yeah. And you're sent back down to Earth. I and...
1: don't want to go down there again. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It is. If you actually think about it. I know. Well, it's just... Maybe Eric Stoltz should have played this one, then.
0: Seriously. Wouldn't I mean... it be funny if like Eric Stoltz <laughs> shot like for like three days on this and was replaced <laughs> by Michael J. Fox ah, You
1: know what, Eric? This isn't going to work out. Um, it's, it's,
0: it's, you're taking this in a totally different direction. I'm we're afraid gonna, you're
1: just too darn loud. We're, so. <laughs> we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Michael... <laughs> second time, buddy. Um, so, yeah, he's back. Lucy's obviously excited, and then he and Lucy are, Frank and Lucy are sharing a, a meal together. As, yeah, as they're
0: picnicking on a blanket as their house is being demolished. Yeah,
1: <laughs> as, like a not-finished house is being demolished. Yeah,
0: you don't need to knock down the whole thing, do you?
1: Yeah, like, I don't even know. Like, you put a <laughs> lot of, like, the framework's there. Like,
0: so are we led to believe they're going to be living in Lucy's house now? I don't
1: know. I guess. Gosh, it's so Lying in another man's bed. <laughs> right. I don't know man. Wild. Um, and then Weird. Walt comes up and he's like, Hey, we need to uh we need to write a book together. Yeah, what was that? I, just <laughs> so I can get off the forest. He's like, Oh you watch watch your guardian angel back there and, yeah. oh I got gotcha. you. But this is where we see that Milton is there.
0: Mm-hmm. Milton is still a frightener. Still in the backseat. He does not look happy.
1: Not a happy camper. What, nor, nor should he be.
0: But also Lucy can now. She's been through a traumatic experience. She has. So she can now see the Frighteners. She
1: can see him. So she sees that Milton is not a happy camper. That's
0: too funny.
1: And for the second week in a row, we have a cover. Oh, yes. Of Don't Fear the Reaper.
0: Don't Fear the... Actually, I went back and look, listened to the one from uh, Scream. Mm-hmm. My Spotify must have been jacked up because it, like, it's totally the... Oh, okay. So I don't know if it was just like looping or something or what. That's but strange. It just kept playing me like the, orig- the start of the song.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know
0: like what was going on, but when I listened to it again, it like... I was like, "Oh, this is the full version." Okay, well that's I good. So, yeah, I
1: like this. I do like this version. Yeah, it's though. great. This, this one's both pretty of them. good them. Yeah, both yeah. of them are good. Solid. How
0: about that's, that?
1: That's the Frighteners, though.
0: That's all she wrote. It's a wild ride of a movie, man. What a what a. This is. I'm glad this is your first watch. It's yes. Like, it's like I feel like it's like a fun. You know, it's pretty lighthearted. You got Michael J. Fox. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, just a just a kind of a fun little little flick. Nothing too serious nothing too crazy yeah you get some earlier P- peter jackson just some you know just some interesting interesting lineup card
1: it is it's it's definitely um i get, we can dive into impressions so like i said like i was looking forward to watching i've always wanted to watch it all the way through i just never for whatever reason it's just never been one i was like yeah, i'll throw it on so this worked out great and like I said, we we turned it on about nine o'clock or so last night, and I I was obviously trying to write down notes and everything for the movie, but I know my wife was hooked the whole time. She's she loved it. She's like, oh, we need to watch this every year. I I, I agree. Like it's it's super fun. It's definitely like it's out there, and there's some interesting things, and certainly some inconsistencies if you really watch it with a fine tooth comb. But yes. overall, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Um, I I had the exact same reaction the first time I watched it as you and. Mrs. Cash. But I think I was calling you Hightower at the beginning of the show. I just Did you? Realized, maybe. I don't
1: know. But anyway. Either way. Hey, it's been a long uh, week already, yeah, man. Right. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, you're Cash. I'm Hightower. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like this time around, I still had a great time watching it. I still love it. But I found myself asking a lot of questions. There are a lot. Because once I once I, you know it's going to happen, then as you watch it, you're like, well, Wait. Why in the world was uh, Johnny Bartlett chasing Patricia around at the beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm. And, like, why Like, all the, like, why is uh, Dammer's so, like, psychotic? He, like, the things he does makes zero sense for his character yeah. to do. Like, obviously, we know he's a weirdo. And, but like, so many things you start thinking about, you're like, well, wait a second. Why is this? And, like, like yeah, it doesn't make a whole... It doesn't. it doesn't. And, like, why all of a sudden, after so many years... It's Patricia Kill, this guy's wife again, and like, and like, I know the events leading up to the yeah. Having said that, it's still a super fun movie, and like, like I said, it's just like kind of a lighthearted.
1: Yeah, turn your brain off and just enjoy it.
0: I love the premise, though. The premise. Oh yeah. And the ghosts are. It's like just a pretty fun cast.
1: It is. It's a. It's a cool idea too. Like it's an interesting idea. idea, and
0: then. And you get to see kind of the, like I said, Peter Jackson's kind of like. Kinda of how he like used some of the stuff that he ends up using in Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. that was kind of fun.
1: No, I I'm right there with you, man. Great, great stuff. Who's your MVP?
0: MVP I I won't say I'll I'll say MJF is off the table. That's fine. It's no totally fine. no MJF. Yeah. Then I got to go what's his name again? The one of the ghosts?
1: Uh Chi McBride the Chi McBride. Yeah. I love the dude that, that wants ghost. A cigar the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: You can you can't even feel the smoke. I
1: know but I Just, yeah. <laughs> just blow <up> my face. <laughs>
0: G, yeah, right. Chee McBride 100% my MVP. He's the best ghost. He's he's got a lot of great. He carries a lot of the humor early on in the film, mm-hmm. I feel like. So yeah, he's my favorite.
1: Nice. Um I had a couple like my heart wants to give it to Jeffrey Combs just because I don't feel like we're going to get a chance to talk about him very much. Yeah. But his character is just there's too many questions around his character. For
0: as interesting as his character is, it makes zero sense to None. me. None. And so it, it kind of ends up like dinging it, yes. dinging, dinging him as yeah.
1: Yep, I'm right there. So I'm gonna give it to Lucy. Okay. I really, I don't know. I found I, I found myself she was good really, too. I found myself really rooting for her, like the entire movie.
0: After the fact, I was like, man, I wonder if this chick did anything else. She doesn't look familiar,
1: but I thought she did a really good job. I've seen her in a few things. Oh, okay. Seen a, well, yeah, good. I mean, not much, but.
0: Um, yeah, I thought she was really good. She kind of gave off like a Andy McDowell vibe, yep. or like a. Yeah, I thought she was really good.
1: I I don't know why I just found myself rooting for her. I was like, you know what, same. You go, you go get it, girl. Um, and I think she did a good job too. And it's, it, you know, of the cast, it was between those two and. Too just too many questions. <laughs> I'm afraid there's just too many questions.
0: I wanted to give it to Roger Prodactor just for old times' Right. Sake. I mean. We've covered so many films. Cle- clearly, he is the MVP, but that's neither no doubt there. about <laughs> it. I was like looking up other
1: Roger Prodactor films that we could potentially cover. There's a there's a few other ones out there. Well, I'm, you know me. I'm all I'm I'm all in. It's either Roger Prodactor or the uh, the movie mom of the 80s and 90s. Whatever. See, if
0: we start hitting the murder she wrote episodes, if those are eligible, we can get both of them.
1: There you go. One day we should just do like a bonus episode. We should just review like a season of a series. Oh, that's a great idea. A season though. I mean, Whew.
0: I don't know. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of TV to watch. Well, maybe it's like a couple episodes. Yeah, so. that's fair. A couple episodes of Cheers.
1: We can break that up. Chuck. Oh yeah. Oh.
0: Stand against evil.
1: Don't 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 even tempt me with that. <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time.
0: <laughs> don't you put that evil on me, Ricky that's Bobby? That's right.
1: Um, I don't even know if we can do like how you'd survive this because it's not really a.
0: Yeah, you just. You I would. mean, what he
1: did is like the only thing you can do. Is like you have to have an out of body experience. I would just go
0: to the light and get be out of the situation.
1: Yeah, I, I do think. I mean, just get out of there. Just.
0: I mean, it's good that he. Tuck tail and run. Yeah, helped some people not get murdered.
1: Especially if you get to see your ex-wife. You know, your your your. Yeah.
0: Not your ex-wife, just your murdered wife.
1: Yeah, yeah, your murdered wife. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much else you can do.
0: Do you think him and this chick got married? Him and Lucy uh, oh, yeah. get married? Oh, absolutely. Gosh, what they the- are moving fast.
1: They are. Well, I mean...
0: I would have so many feelings after you'd seen your wife in heaven, and then you come back down to Earth, and you're like, oh, gosh, okay, yeah, that's right. We were... <clears throat> I have known this lady for two days.
1: hmm Hey, <laughs> you know what they say. In the few days that we knew each other, <laughs> we loved a lifetime.
0: That's right. <laughs> Terminator <water. clears> 1. <throat> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, you want to rank this thing? I suppose. Let me bring it up here. See if we can avoid stop stopping the recording by doing this.
1: I'm gonna to have to have you send me a couple of the numbers again because I have been going off an old sheet. So. Uh oh. Yeah.
0: He's got an old sheet. Folks. I got an old sheet. I don't think I I, I uh, updated your movie from last time.
1: I can't remember what what I even ranked. It scream was.
0: I want to say you put it at. 68. I put it right above. I put it right above Gremlins. Yeah, you did. Four point five. Right above Gremlins. Yes, that's you sure did.
1: I, I do remember that now.
0: All right, let me up. This is when like
1: a, we had issues. Oh yeah. And then I was like, I'll do it later. Where's that damn tech guy when we need him? Seriously. We were talking about how great Ron Rico is. I'm just kidding Ron. You're 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 still a saint.
0: <laughs> it's still real to me, dude. <laughs> okay. Now we're now we're updated. Okay. okay. I'll let you go first.
1: Um okay, so frighteners, frighteners. I'm going to put this at a 4.0 right mm-hmm. below Friday and right above Fast Science. Times. <laughs> okay. Another movie that I've seen one time for the show was Fast Times. Bloop feels a little dirty having friday the 13th the original when i talk about how much i love the series that low but i just feel like there's better entries man i know it's
0: hard it's, man we do this list it's some tough choices have to be made
1: you want me to do my machete now please, as well yes please so machetes i'm going to give frighteners a three and a half out of five okay cash goes Okay. So, same with Bordello of Blood. Yeah. Because we did include that. That's right. So, Bordello of Blood. All right.
0: Let me go back to my ranking here. All right. Frighteners. Frighteners. Let's see. Where should I throw Frighteners? I think I'm going to go. I like this movie. Mm hmm. It's not one of my favorites. I really enjoy it. So it's gonna seem kind of low. I think I'm gonna put it at spot number 76. Okay. Right behind Indiana Jones Temple of Doom and right in front of Demon Knight. Okay. With a five or with a four point three. Nice. Okay. So we we're pretty close. Frightens. We were very close. So that feels right. 4.3 Frighteners. Okay. And then I'm gonna go Machete's. I'm gonna, I think I'm just going to go. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to match you. I'm going to say 3.5 also. Okay. That's, I like I think, it. I think you're right. That feels right. Okay. Beautiful. And we're still recording.
1: And we are. Excellent. That's even better. Um, yeah, so now we just got one left. What's it going to be? we got a big one left here. Do you want to tell them? Do you want to have them surprise? You tell them. All right. Well, this is your I feel like this is your this is your baby. Yeah. Well, I I have been I've been vocal about this. One I'm very excited. It's a good one. It's going to be hard to keep keep it close to the vest, but I will leave it at this. It is a top-tier zombie film. Yeah, it feels fitting that we're ending with this one. Yes. And 1985 because I was I was working on our project the other night, so it was 1985 film. Oh yeah. A uh, little film called Return of the Living Dead. Return. Return of the Living Dead. The living dead. Not that's, night. That's important. Not day. Not dawn. Yes. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. The This, um, this is going to be fun. This is a wild one. I feel like we watched this together uh, yes. not
0: too long ago. I think
1: last, maybe last it, year.
0: Yeah, last year, a couple years ago. Because like it was that. over here. Yeah, we watched it down here, or downstairs. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm excited. I've got a copy. I do know it is on Pluto.
0: Oh, is that the, one of the free? Yeah, it's a
1: free one. So I, I really, last I checked, it was on Pluto. So anybody listening at home, if you haven't seen it, did you hear about pluto it's messed up that's right <laughs> i agree should still be a planet damn it dwarf moon or yeah whatever that's just lazy absolutely um, ridiculous yeah so return to the living dead to round out scary movie month this year yeah baby episode 98
0: um scream was 96 so this, this will is be 97, 97 so yeah 98 98 and then do more at 100 that's right i just remembered i just realized our one hundredth episode is going to be during Friendsgiving. It is. So we will be deciding that movie.
1: Yes. So it's yeah. the one and only. Sorry.
0: Right. So maybe we'll do extra.
1: We can. We can yeah. extend it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Because December does get a little dicey with obviously.
0: December. Yeah, we always like scheduled I have all these movies and we yeah. do like two episodes.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough at the holidays. It's always tough.
0: Yeah. We're movers and shakers over here.
1: Obviously, well, we have a lot going on.
0: That's right. I usually, you know, go to the Bahamas for right. Christmas and. Well, you gotta. And you're in the cat skills.
1: Obviously, yeah. I yeah, like to go stuff. spelunking. Stuff. <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> oh shoot! Anything else, man? I don't think so. All right. Well, hey. As hey, always.
0: Shout out to all of our peeps That's out true. there. We haven't done a shout outs in a while. We usually we mention people, but it's true. Thanks for listening. Keep up the texts and the e- actually emails. Email us, Cash and Hightower gmail.com
1: we do appreciate it any anybody that listens either now or in the past or whatever thank you very much yes you make it worth it absolutely um yeah but hey as always god bless and god bless america See see ya